into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best place to go. The best car buying experience humanly possible can be found, as well as 2023 model year Fords at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel Edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. And Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on all the action this season, no matter what it is you want to wager on. Football, basketball, everything in between. Superbook Sports has you covered. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, in the Superbook Sports app. And True Mav Fitness, a great place to go, the best place to go to get your fitness journey started. Conveniently located downtown Nashville in the Gulch, TrueMavFitness.com uh, for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So, Titans and Vols both have big games this weekend and both have the opportunity to change a narrative, right? For Tennessee, it's... Uh, it's a little different. You've already gotten a signature win against Alabama at the time, uh, as good a team as any in the country. Now you have the opportunity to go on the road and do the same against the Georgia Bulldogs, who were previously ranked as number one, but now that the AP, or rather the college football playoff poll, is officially out, Tennessee remains the top team or finds itself at the top of the heap when it comes to college football. So they have the opportunity to go and cement their status in the SEC East on Saturday. Then for the Titans, they haven't played a game like this, a matchup like this, since the Buffalo Bills. And we all know how that went down a couple of months ago or a little over a month ago at this point. No, more than over a month ago. That was back in September. That was week two. It's crazy because it's already week nine. Either way, they have not had an opportunity to kind of right the ship optically since then and now have Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on the road to be able to kind of do that against a team who they've had success with certainly in the regular season uh, Mahomes winning the playoff game between the two of them in the 2019 AFC championship game so now as we talk about narratives and how what it is that both the Titans and the Vols can do to correct the narrative or to shape the narrative around each of their respective seasons this year let's start with the titans first and then we'll get to tennessee your two rivers ford take is what we are going to do on facebook youtube twitter and on twitch if you would be so kind i want you to let me know in the comment section what one thing must the titans do what one matchup must the titans win to be able to beat the chiefs on sunday night football we'll start with titans then move to tennessee your two rivers Ford take as is the custom there's a lot of different ways that you could look at this right and still a lot of uncertainty around this particular matchup we don't know if if Ryan Tannehill is going to be able to play um he said on Wednesday that the ankle was a bigger reason that he missed as opposed to the illness that he's been dealing with and he has yet to practice at this point um in the week it's not an ideal situation and obviously You know, you need Ryan Tannehill to play in this game or you have no shot whatsoever. 
Uh, we have to win in the trenches, says Eric Alonzo. Yes, uh, certainly up front, both offensively and defensively. It's a big opportunity for them. Uh, Titans would shatter the narrative if they win with Malik Willis, says Bork Borkington on YouTube. Well, I don't want to say that it's impossible um, because nothing is impossible, right? There's always the chance as long as the player is physically present and able, you know, there's always a chance that the miraculous could happen, but it would be that it would be miraculous. Malik Willis is objectively not a good football player right now in his career. And that's okay. Um, he's not expected to be, he's, he's not, he, he, ideally he wouldn't be asked to be anything more than a backup to Ryan Tannehill right now, but the situation has necessitated that he play already this season, that he start a game already this season in a game that they were fortunate and did well, by the way, to win. So I think there's a lot of different ways that you can look at this. And for example, Lamar Daniel says, I have a chance of winning that lotto. Yeah, it's it's the same kind of chance. Uh, if Malik Willis was to play, was to start in this game, um, and the Titans would in some form or fashion win the game, then yes, it would be akin to, uh, it would be akin to winning the billion dollar lottery ticket right now uh you know with uh with not not quite all the uh all the life stresses removed that a billion dollar lottery ticket would offer you because you still have to go on the road at green bay you have to play teams who are getting desperate like uh denver and cincinnati at home jacob ray says so you're telling me there's a chance there's always a chance don't let anybody tell you otherwise but um here your chances are, are much less likely if Tannehill doesn't play. So let's talk about this together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. It's made possible by the lovely folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has 2023 model year Fords available now. Go test drive one if you like at the dealership in Mount Juliet before you go through the car buying price process, before you initiate the car buying process. You can go as many times as you want, test drive as many vehicles as you like, and you'll never feel pressured at Two Rivers Ford because their sales staff does not work on commission. They're making a paycheck, whether they sell you a car that day or not. Two Rivers Ford always goes above and beyond to reach those exceptional customer service standards. That's why they're the best. Get a quality American-made Ford vehicle and the best car buying experience in the country, I believe, at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet uh, or online at tworiversford.com. So what one matchup must the Titans win to be able to get this done on Sunday night? football the thing that I come back to more than anything is they must be able to run the football not like they did against the Texans they'll need some semblance of a passing game but they have had upward momentum upward they've been on an upward trajectory as far as their run game is concerned and certainly Derek has been doing that lately with a lot of volume yeah I'm a Kobe fanatic so anything I see from Kobe on the internet I screenshot and you know hold on to so Anything I can implement from when he played, his mindset, his work ethic, you know, I just try to take it and try to imp implement it in mind. You know, he was a great player. I always stayed hungry, never never was satisfied. So one of my favorite athletes of all time is, well, not my favorite athlete of all time, but, um, you know, just a guy who was great, won championships, but was always hungry and always had that drive. Did you ever get to meet him? You know, so funny, um, it was uh, – Right after I got drafted, I was going to the S because I was up for like uh, college football player of the year. And we were on the red carpet, and I think uh, his wife was pregnant at the time, and I was standing on the red carpet uh, with somebody who works for my agency. Um, and he was walking by, and she was like, you going to say something? You going to say something? And I couldn't say anything. I just, <laughs> I, 
And ever since then, I never seen him again. I was like, man, that still haunts me to this day. Huh? What would you have told him? I might have hugged him if I <laughs> know what I know now. So, but yeah, that's the only time I got to see him, and I was on hush money. I ain't say nothing. So that's Derek Henry talking about the Mamba mentality that he likes to emulate, and I he he also addressed his foot. He was on the injury report with a foot injury listed as limited. He obviously hasn't practiced the last couple of days either, and they've been uh, overly. You know, they not overly cautious. They've been cautious with him, um, obviously. Now, he said there's nothing wrong with his foot. He said it's just been maintenance. And that's typically, you know, that's a fairly common practice for Mike Vrabel, even at, especially as the season gets later and these guys take more physical contact. He just limits their on-field work. Um, it's, it's you know, you're not worried about Derrick Henry knowing the offense uh, and knowing the plays and, and being ready to go come Sunday. He's obviously going to participate in walkthroughs. He's in all the meetings. He, Derek is going to be okay if he does not go through practice this week. Now, would you expect him to participate fully in one day of work, or at least as a uh, and and continue to be a limited participant? Yeah, and that would all be well and good. But at, at this point, the matchup that they absolutely have to win, uh, time of possession for this team is going to be critical because they don't get possessions that way. Brian Malone says it correctly. Read more of your comments on this before we talk about what what the Vols have to do to beat Georgia here in just a second, right after I remind you that the place that you go to get the Intel edge you need to succeed is GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers you. They can put you in your dream address with uh, the same Intel that they helped me do that almost four years ago this past summer. GaryAshton.com. The team is tremendous. It's the team that your favorite teams trust when they go through the home buying or selling process because Gary Ashton will help you sell for more with that Intel edge you need to succeed. The best in the business is the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The number one team, the number one Remax team in the world is the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, uh, Derrick Henry and against this Kansas City rushing defense. Now, to look at them, uh, to look at them statistically, the uh, the Chiefs are you know an overall good defense at this point. And you look at the numbers, for example, because this was a talk. Obviously, the Texans are playing Thursday night football against the uh, Eagles right now. Neither of those teams, as a matter of fact, do have a terribly good rushing defense and and to look at it right now the uh the team that is allowing the most yards is the Texans especially coming off that 300 plus yard performance that the Titans put on them the Bears uh have been bad against the run as have the Packers the Chiefs against the run specifically have been a really good team uh they have been at this point uh they have been the second best rushing defense just behind the Titans thus far they've allowed only uh 644 yards on the ground. The Titans have allowed only 624. So they're basically neck and neck at this point. The yards per carry average that the Chiefs are allowing uh, slightly higher than what the Titans are giving up on the ground. The Chiefs are allowing 4.2 yards per carry. Actually, they're dead even. 4.2 yards per carry um, is what the, uh, the Chiefs and the Titans are allowing in their ground game but they've limited attempts and they've limited rushing yards total against both of those defense. So it's going to be a big, uh, a big um, opportunity and a, and a difficult test 
not just because of uh, not just because of the of the you know what Mahomes brings, but because that defense is playing really high level football right now. Greg Cosell talked about about the Chiefs defense a lot on this week's episode of the Install. Some names that you may not be familiar with who are playing really good football right now within the scheme that Steve Spagnola likes to implement. Uh, Miro says Kobe had always admired work ethic. So yes, he would have been proud of Henry's ability to come back stronger after injury. It's pretty crazy. Um, pretty crazy to think about the, uh, you know, somebody like Derek Henry being speechless. Now at that time he was still in college and Derek, I think has become more comfortable, um, has become more comfortable these, uh, the last couple of years with, the situation, you know, just generally talking and being present in media. Sometimes he's in the mood for it. Uh, rarely he's not. And so, you know, I can't imagine a situation where Derek would be super shy and scared to go up and say something to Kobe and panic a little bit. It's just funny to imagine that at this point. Eric says, as I'm listening to the live, my girlfriend says, your voice is annoying, uh, annoying throw a shot at her. No, I mean, she's right. Um, the only thing that's not annoying about my voice because, you know, I, I hate the way that I sound. I'm with your girlfriend. I'm on her side. Um, and there's a lot of girlfriends and significant others, wives, whatever the case may be, that can't stand me. Because a lot of people like you, Eric, are watching this thing uh, at, you know, 8 or depending on what time zone you're in, Eastern Time, 9.30 at night. You don't want to hear me yammering at that time of night. You want to enjoy your evening. You want to enjoy your peace. You want to sit on the couch and not have to listen to some dope yammer on and on about the uh the chiefs uh the chiefs uh defense and and what derrick henry will have to do to exploit them so i'm with your girlfriend i get i'm hugely annoyed by my own voice she's uh she's got a, a good ear for annoying voices b birds 18 on twitch says i disagree my husband gets annoyed because i love your voice ah, well we'll take that too either way we're happy to have uh people who are annoyed by me people who uh people who uh, don't mind me I'm, as long as, as long as it's not apathy. Like I just I need you guys to care some form of fashion. You can hate me. You can like me. You can like what we do. You can hate what we do either way. As long as you're here, uh, I just can't, you know, apathy, apathy is the worst thing, possible thing for business. And that's great. Cause we don't have that right now in the, uh, at this point in the football calendar, as far as the running backs, the Raiders have, or rather the chiefs have faced. Cause I saw somebody asking who have they played against other than Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been on a tear, and obviously the, the Chiefs have played the Raiders at this point in the season. Um, looking specifically, and we'll go through we'll go through the Chiefs. Uh, let me pull up the Chiefs' schedule, as a matter of fact, just to kind of take a look at some of the rushing attacks that they will have faced thus far in the season. Because like a team, like they've played the Bucs. The Bucs can't run the football whatsoever. They've been objectively terrible at it so far this year um why is this not giving me their yeah give me their full schedule okay nfl.com is terrible by the way i don't know why uh i don't know why this website for the league is so bad the way that it is but so let's see we have uh they've played the cardinals the chargers colts bucks raiders bills who don't really want run it san francisco they handled with ease and then they were on a bye so they've played teams that that can run the football. Uh, the Niners game, they they did well to uh, to get up early on them. Uh, Davis Mills rolling right, by the way, just found number 15 in the back of the end zone. Did he catch that ball? Oh, wow. I think we might have a tie game in Houston on Thursday night football. That looks to me like a catch. He had possession of the ball to the ground, and they called it a touchdown on the field. So let's see if it uh, 
I'm not sure if they're reviewing it right now or not, but that would be huge at this point. What did the Colts do to beat the Chiefs? Well, the Chiefs were objectively bad that day. Um, now, I do. the Colts did play great defense uh, against the Chiefs, but Patrick Mahomes uh, had Travis Kelsey open for multiple opportunities, one, at least, one egregious one in the red zone. It, it, not egregious. It would have been a tough catch for Travis Kelsey, but you expect Travis Kelsey to be able to make catches like that in the end zone, in the red zone specifically, make the difficult look fairly routine. That's something that Mahomes and Kelsey have done really, really well together. So you had Travis Kelsey dropping passes in ways that you don't typically expect. Um, They had that terrible penalty on Chris Jones for whatever he said to Matt Ryan that the refs didn't like, right, that moved the Colts, uh, gave the Colts forward momentum and allowed them to win that game. So there was a couple of uh, there was a couple of different things. Um, there was a couple of different things that led to the situation for the Colts to beat the Chiefs, but it was more the Chiefs beating themselves. And by the way, the Colts did play good defense that day, so it does matter. And obviously, the Titans have a. Um, I would say that the Titans have a better defense than the Colts. I think on the whole, they're more talented. They executed a higher level. Colts have a good defense too, but I do think I do think that if you. If you had both to pick from, you would probably pick the Titans defense um, if you were just objectively speaking. Breakout game this Sunday, says William Raymer. We'll see. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't expect them to, they're not going to like blow the Chiefs out or anything like that. They just, they did the last time they met though, here in Nashville last year, 27 to three. Pretty crazy to watch. But the Chiefs were a different football team at the time. Right now, Mahomes is playing at the highest level that he's ever played in his career, which is, uh, Quite the scary deal. All right, let's talk about Tennessee, the University of Tennessee to be specific, because they have a big game coming up this weekend as well. Uh, we'll ask you the same question as we did of, of the Titans and what one matchup must the Vols win to beat Georgia on Saturday before the Chiefs and the Titans square off in Kansas City. Let me know in the comment section and we will discuss the, by the way, for those of you keeping tabs of Thursday Night Football, call reversed was called a uh, an incomplete pass. They have reversed it and ruled it a touchdown. So pending the extra point, we've got a tie game with 37 seconds left in the first half uh, of the Thursday night football matchup. Pretty fun one. We'll talk about what the Vols need to do here in just a second right after I remind you that you can bet on the Vols game. You can bet on Thursday night football, bet on Sunday night football, and everything in between with Superbook Sports. That's the place that you go for the opportunity to take the fight to Vegas each and every week. Not even every week. You can do it every day because you can bet every major sport in the Superbook Sports app. They are the best in the business, and they will match your first bet up to $1,000. Win or lose when you go to Superbook.com and download their app today. Superbook.com as well for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9797. Eight nine. So, looking at this matchup for the Vols and Georgia, Derek R says stop Georgia's three-headed monster at tight end. It was uh, it is definitely a difficult uh, a difficult thing. Eight point dog at Georgia says David Kelly. I would bet the Vols in that spot. Sean Gill says the same of the Titans and the Chiefs or of the Vols and Georgia as, as many did of the Titans and the Chiefs when in the trenches. And I agree, they have to be able to run the football on this Georgia defense. And uh, to hear uh, to hear Josh Heupel talk about exploiting matchups, 
you know it's no easy task against the best defense in the country. Kirby, when you were at Missouri as an OC, and now in terms of yeah, what Oklahoma they can, too, yeah. right? In terms of what they can do, is pretty much it been run, and what are some of the intricacies? within the game as far as the chess match that'll play out? Yeah, I, I, everywhere you're at, uh, the personnel is different, so your scheme's uh, subtly different. Uh, everybody continues to, to evolve um, in what they're able to do. The personnel that they have uh, gives them a great amount of flexibility. Uh, I say that just because you know, it's tough to find mismatches uh, against them. Uh, they're deep, and uh, you know, from pressures to coverage, uh, rotations, all those things, it, it all is a part of, of how the game unfolds. So Tennessee can match up with anybody, um, but Georgia does have the best defense in the country. And, you know, I mean, the question that we've been asking on the radio show all week long, because we've talked a lot more balls there, obviously, uh, you have a situation where if Georgia can't stop them, I don't know who can, right? Because they're going to get their numbers on anybody. They're going to create these isolation plays, uh, basically, where they're going to find a way to exploit a one-on-one matchup somewhere within the defense, and they're going to beat you deep with it. Um, especially if they can run the football. Now, Pittsburgh did well to keep their rushing game down on early downs, which kind of derailed a lot of what it is that Tennessee wants to do. But I do think that they have the one matchup that they need to win is in the trenches specifically because being able to run the football and protect against this Georgia defense who will be out uh, without Nolan Smith, who's an absolute stud. Really uh, unfortunate to see him lost, it looks like, for the year with a torn peck to be able to run the football and pass protect for Hendon Hooker and allow these passing concepts to develop is such a big deal. That's the one place that I need to see Tennessee win to have a chance in this game. Georgia hasn't played anyone since Oregon, so defensive statistics are a little misleading, says Mark. Yeah, but Mark, <laughs> you you know, you know what you know what they are. Like you can downplay Georgia if you want. I think that's foolish. Um, I think they're going to come in as motivated as any team playing a football game on Saturday because for the defending national champions who don't have a loss on the season to be dropped from number one in the AP poll to number three in the college football playoff rankings, there is good. That's that's easy, easy fodder for Kirby Smart to be able to get these guys back engaged, get the juice uh, that you need to kind of spur on the competitive edge. If you think that your your team as the defending champions may have been lulled into a sense of security, that's not going to be the case. Um, they're going to come after Tennessee with everything they've got, and they've got a lot. Uh, so I think that uh, I think that at this point you have a situation where um, Tennessee matches up well. Tennessee, I think, can score. I think they can score about. I think they can score thirty five points on anybody in the country. The question is, can Tennessee's defense stop the Georgia offense that? does not win in the same ways, but also is capable, easily capable of creating explosive plays. The defense will keep them in it, but the offense for the Vols is what will let will allow them to win it, will give them the best, best chance to win it. The defense, though, obviously has its own part to play. So we'll find out on Saturday between these two teams, and then certainly I, you guys know I'll be in Kansas City uh, on Sunday for Sunday night uh, football, obviously no primetime show on Sunday night because the Titans will be playing a game. All right, let's do a weekend bounce back and then get you out of here in time for half of Sunday night, Thursday night football, rather. Who needs to bounce back in sports the most this week? Let me know in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. 
who needs to bounce back this week in sports. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the place that you can bounce back relating to your fitness goals is TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch. They will give you the tools you need to succeed to get your fitness journey on the right track. This is something that is difficult to do, but once you get into the routine, the workouts become enjoyable. You look forward to them. You build them in as a part of your daily healthy habits. If you're not somebody who works out every day, um, maybe that you don't have the time for that. But even when you go one time a week, two times a week, three times a week, they find a way to put you in the best possible position to succeed no matter what level of fitness that you're at. The classes are between 40 and 45 minutes. Boot camp style, if you don't like group workouts, they have personal training. If you don't like personal training, they've got an open gym and you can work out on your own. So sign up for your TrueMath Fitness membership today at TrueMathFitness.com and get your first workout as a Middle Tennessee resident free. So who needs to bounce back the most in sports this week? Uh, King Henry says the distinguished gentleman. Uh, he's all we got. Well, he's not necessarily in need of a bounce back, but you need him more than anybody on Sunday. Tannehill says Brian Malone. I would agree. That is uh, that is indeed the case. Stephen King says the entire Nets organization. What a shit show. Uh, yes, it has been really, really bad. William uh, Romer says uh, any sport, the president uh, or the Predators. Yeah, the Preds suck, man. I, I know. Are they they're playing a game tonight, right? I'm pretty sure. I uh, in fact, I don't know what the score of the Preds game is. I know they they just got run. Last night when we had the game on, they have really, really, uh, they have really, really struggled. Wow, no good on the uh, on the field goal attempt um, to uh, to send this game into halftime. Yikes! 14-14, Eagles get the ball in the second half. We'll see how this goes. But yeah, the uh, the Preds are objectively a bad football team right now and could use a bounce back, but. Uh, whomever said Kyrie Irving and the Nets said it correctly. Kyrie Irving was suspended today for obvious reasons. He's been out there with incredibly anti-Semitic, uh, rhetoric that he's been posting on his social media channels and supporting. Obviously you can't have that. Um, especially in such a heavily, uh, populated, uh, Jewish populated area like Brooklyn, New York is in the state of New York in Manhattan. You cannot have the kind of rhetoric you cannot have under any circumstances, the kind of rhetoric that Kyrie Irving is promoting, but certainly you have to, you cannot double down on it the way that Kyrie initially appeared to do. Are you sorry for the hurt that your post caused people? I take my responsibility for posting that. Some things that were questionable in there, untrue. Like I said, in the first time you guys asked me when I was sitting on that stage, I don't believe everything that everybody posts. It's a documentary. So I take my responsibility. It seems like Adam Silver wanted to hear the word, I apologize, or in your mind, you said I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or did you not apologize? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. What, what are the specific things in the documentary that you don't believe are true and that you don't believe represent your I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in the community, for sure. Some points made in there that were uh, unfortunate. So um, if you if you want all the details on this, Kyrie Irving, because Jacob Ray asked, is there a link to what he specifically said? So he he specifically was 
posting things on social media about a documentary that is hugely problematic and is very, very um, heavily anti-Semitic. Now, he said uh, he said of the documentary initially that this was something that he, you know, he was consuming. He made commentary on it on social media. He's not outright apologizing still, but he's been suspended in the interim. And obviously, you cannot have one of the best players in your sport in the state of New York, in the city of Manhattan, in the borough of Brooklyn, out here promoting anti-Semitic rhetoric. It's 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 unfathomable, unfathomable, unfathomable that he uh, that he continued the way that he did. Now, this has already been a problem. Um, you know, uh, Jewish people, and I, I can't speak for them myself, obviously. Uh, but I would say that there is no, there are few, um, there are few segments of the population, you know, African-American uh, people can, can obviously relate to this, but the Jews have been uh, persecuted significantly across world history. So this is something that's deeply embedded um, in their, uh, in their, uh, in their pride, I think. And when you hear people talk about it, it's just, it's just the pure and obvious obstinance of Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, who believes him to be, who believes himself to be far smarter than he actually is. And he wants to be at the center of these intellectually stimulating conversations and thought provoking conversations. And he himself is not thought provoking. It's like the flatter earth stuff. Um, it was, uh, it's really, it's really unfortunate that he continues to kind of lean into these things. But, um, you know, if you want to, uh, you can go find you can go find the you can go find the documentary for yourself. I think it's on Amazon, as a matter of fact. In fact, I think it's interesting that it's even allowed on Amazon. But you know, maybe that's a, maybe that's a freedom of speech type of thing. It's either way, it's unfortunate. And uh, for Kyrie, um, Kanye too, man. Kanye is just a different Kanye. Kanye is a different uh, scenario entirely uh, because I don't know. There's. Kanye does talk a lot about his struggles with mental health, and you you always factor that into the consideration of any dialogue around Kanye. But man, at a certain point, you just have to understand what's right and wrong. Um, and he has certainly been on the wrong side quite frequently uh, throughout his past. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Sorry to end it on a super serious note. Radio show today, by the way, was great. We had uh, so many great guests. We had Christian Fulton, Titans Corner. We had Mike Felder of stadium, the best X's and O's mind in college football that there is. And Josh Dobbs, our buddy Thomas Edwards and Josh Dobbs, uh, former Vols quarterback, now quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, came in studio uh, and got us hyped for Tennessee at Georgia. So you can go check that out in the podcast feed for the radio show today. It's called The Buck Rising Show, really creatively named The Buck Rising Show in your favorite podcast app. Tomorrow, Coach Mack and Emily Prout, who we always enjoy seeing. A lot of college football and Titans talk there. Install, if I'm plugging podcasts, you can do that uh, via your favorite podcast app with Greg Cosell. And the A to Z Sports uh, 615 Sessions podcast will be in your feed tomorrow afternoon. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy Saturday and Sunday. I will not talk to you Sunday night from Kansas City, but we'll do a quick uh, Titan game day morning show the morning of Sunday night football. So I'll catch up with you from Kansas city at some point. See you guys. There's Matt All right, we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone guys. What? what that's but, it. But we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs>
Peace out by the GM.